met Leroy backpacking when I was a Girl Scout in seventh grade. It was my job to get water for the camp. Pretty simple, just walk a hundred yards to the stream, fill up a pot, and then bring it back. I didn't get very far with that mission. I could hear him splashing in the water before I got there. Not very cool of this guy to be waiting in the stream me and my troop were supposed to be drinking from. But as long as I could get upstream of him, I should be fine. I pushed into the brush and peeked at the man making so much noise. I could tell right away he was one of those guys. He had a buzz cut and wraparound sunglasses. He wore cargo pants, a tactical vest, and was also packing heat. But that wasn't the weirdest thing about him. He was also crying. In any other situation, it would have been kind of pathetic, but he wasn't doing anything particularly wrong. He just seemed sad, kind of like a child. All Girl Scouts above the rank of Brownie are issued 8-inch jackknives to be kept under our stockings, so I wasn't worried if the man tried anything. But I probably should have known better than to proceed. He spotted me instantly and wiped away his tears and snot. Hey! I reached for my blade but stopped at the side of the man's arm. He was reaching out as if to warn against drinking the water. Is the water okay to drink? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, you could say that. Okay, so this man must have been a pervert. That's all. He gave one long good look at me and then over both of his shoulders. Can I trust you? Definitely not. But judging by the lack of his dexterity and his placement in the water, I still consider myself at the advantage. So I decided to play along. Of course. He broke out in a smile, dipped himself into the water, drank a large mouthful, and out of his tactical vest, he pulled out just about the last thing I expected. A breathalyzer. He blew into it, it beeped, and then he turned to show me the reading. Point oh oh one two. Well below the legal limit. Uh, sir? Do you know where we are? The Sangre de Cristos, Southern Range. That's right. We're in Christ here. But that's just what they called it, because the stream turns from water to wine the further you go up. Uh, what? You just saw the reading. If we keep going upstream, it'll turn into kombucha territory, and then into a hard cider, and then boom, wine. What the hell was this guy talking about? We're in the blood of Christ right here. At least what we thought was Christ. Right now we're probably around their lower abdomen, appendix area, get much further up we'll get to Le Corazon. They say it's hard. It's just a big cluster of grapes aging, beating, and growing. Uh... Because the Sangre de Cristos isn't just the blood of Christ. It's the body as well. The body of someone older than that. Stronger. Not to mention much larger. People drink alcohol as a thing of communion. As a promise for harmony and centering. But it's just a trap. I could see the faintest glimpse of my old dare officer in him. Just a tall, unstable man with an unnatural hate for booze. I don't take you for a man after much harmony and centering. Well, you would be right. So, what do you want with it? He stood up tall out of the water, and he put his right hand gently on his firearm. <laughs> Me? I'm gonna kill the motherfucker. Kill it? That's right. Should only take one shot. 
They're sleeping after all. Do you want to see it? See what? The god? No, no. I can't let a Girl Scout watch me kill a god. I'll talk about the stream when it, when it turns to wine. I'm not 21. Damn right you're not. But, uh, still, might be worth seeing before it runs dry. I knew better than to follow this man further, deeper into the wilderness, but he didn't seem harmful. Only pious, in a way. Well... You could decide on your own, but I'll be up here. And with that, he waded past me further upstream. I stood there alone for a while before I realized that whether the man was telling the truth or not, whatever he was about to do would probably forever interrupt the patterns of these mountains. And, not wanting to lose my conservation badge, I followed him. The man really had what I would call an affinity for ill-stepping. He fell down in the water about once every five steps. He never turned back to check if I was still there. I guess he figured I could handle myself, which, of course, I could. He waded slowly, monotonously upstream. It was calming to walk this stream. With every new wave of water running up against my chest, I felt myself growing more resigned. I felt relaxed. I wonder what Leroy was thinking about. If he could feel these effects of the stream on him, too. We waited and waited until eventually we came face to face with the mountain. The stream narrowed against a rock wall, and on it was a, a massive, naturally forming limestone hand. It was open-faced and protruded about halfway out of the cliff. Each finger was constructed of various boulders and shapings in the rock. In the middle of the palm was a gaping hole. The stream rushed out of it. Leroy? I turned to see him looking directly into the water, mesmerized. Sure enough, below me in the tiniest spools were currents of red flowing through the water. It was fluid and reached just past my legs, but was being held back, like ribbons tied to the end of a fan, just blowing elastically underwater. The blood of Christ. Wine. Jesus Christ. Nope, nope. He reached quickly for his gun and aimed it directly into the tunnel, into the body of this god. His hands twitched. I started to fear he may not be the best shot. But sure enough, he took a long, hard breath and steadied his aim. All the way into the mountain, to their heart. He squinted. Nothing happened. Did you do it? Uh... I guess so. You don't know. Well, this is the first time I've killed a god, okay? Give me a break. Wow. I follow you all the way up this stream and you... Oh, don't give me that. I told you. Mr. Dare Officer over here is going to rid the world of wine? Wowee. I'm sure priests and soccer moms are going to be real happy with you. And then... And then whoosh. The hand spat out a wave of red wine into the stream and onto us. It didn't stop. It crashed wave after wave of wine onto us, flooding the stream and leaking further into the water. No, shit, shit. What the hell did you do? Shit, uh, I think, I think it's bleeding. It's bleeding? You're kidding me. You didn't think of this. No, it should have just died. I, I, I... We splashed our way out of the water and onto some higher ground. Eventually, huge waves ceased and we were left to watch the wine drift further and further downstream. Leroy sat on the edge of the rocks quietly, 
and shop. Uh, I, I did it, and I, I just made it worse. God, I'm such an idiot. Leroy, why exactly did you want to... Kill this god? Yeah. He reached into one of his mini tactical vest pockets and pulled out a small coin. A sobriety chip. It's a... I know what it is. I guess I just thought I'd be doing the world a favor. Or at least myself to, to feel centered again. Maybe the harmony you're looking for is found somewhere in between water and wine. Like Kabucha territory? It's not a bad place to start. And that was that. Me and Leroy parted ways at the bottom of the stream. I still think of him pretty often, whenever I take communion or have a drink. Reconnecting with him in those little ways. And as for me, well, yeah, that's how I was kicked out of the Girl Scouts for bringing a pot of wine back to camp. El Campo Santo was recorded in the shadow of the Sandia Mountains in the heart of Albuquerque, New Mexico. This episode was written by Gus Tafoya. We are a production of Blackout Theatre Company made possible with a generous grant from the City of Albuquerque's Cultural Affairs and another generous grant from New Mexico Arts. If you're interested in learning more about Blackout Theatre Company, check out our website at blackouttheatre.com.